Hey, this is Jill, and this podcast is for everyday people, or commoners as I like to call us. No matter our status or background, we all have stories that can help others learn. I hope you enjoy. friends in the neighborhood and we've been friends for uh six years now and our daughters are bffs and i'm holding her baby right now so you might hear cute Vivi's little baby sounds in the background but um yeah danielle is a great friend she's very a very good listener she remembers everything you tell her sometimes she remembers things i forget about my own life <laughs> and uh She's my encyclopedia and a very good, compassionate friend. So, okay. Thank you for saying those kind things. You're welcome. So, I wanted Danielle to come on to talk about, um, I've always loved Danielle's drive and motivation. I feel like she's, like, very talented at what she does. Um, She's a very good athlete and very smart. So, Danielle, I want you to tell us a little more how you were like internally motivated and driven okay yeah so I think a lot comes just from how you're raised and your childhood experiences because I grew up on like a small horse farm so it was five acres and there we had anywhere from like three to twelve horses on that and my mom was a single mom so there was a lot expected of us like, we were expected to wake up early and to feed the horses and to weed. And, like, we had tons of area that had to be weeded and to change irrigation pipes as well as, like, keep the house. Because my mom was always, she was always working. So, it was really up to us. Like, I, and honestly, I did most of the house stuff where my little brother did most of the outside stuff. Mm-hmm. Because my, I have, at, in my mom's house, we had six kids. And the four oldest they were all moved out by the time I was in sixth grade. And so then it was just us, my little brother and I. Yeah, so. Okay. And so your mom was full time. So you said by sixth grade, right? Like yeah. you were just you and your brother. Yeah. And so my mom was a real estate agent. So she worked like literally all the time. Mm. Like she would have breaks, but like not really where we saw her. So it's like she would be out showing property a lot of times till 10, 11 o'clock. Like there's times she'd get home really late. So. Yeah, we just had a lot of responsibilities. And also, I have a lot of older siblings. So, I had my family. Should I, like talk, should I talk about my family? Yeah. So, when my parents got married, my dad had five children from his first marriage. And my mom had four. And then they had me. And then later, my mom got divorced. Like, the, my parents divorced. My mom got remarried. Had my little brother. Got divorced again. So, I have ten. Um, I have ten half-siblings. And then... My dad got remarried when I was five, and I have five step-siblings that I've had since basically my whole life. So I count those ones. So that's a total of 15. 15. Including yeah. Wyatt. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think, so going back to, like, internal motivation, a lot comes from, like, watching my older siblings' successes. Like, mm. I had so many older siblings, and they were significantly older than me because they were anywhere from 7 to 26. 6, 20, 25, 26 years older than me. Wow. So, like, I could watch them a lot, and, like, a lot of my siblings, like, achieved a lot and were very successful. So then, like, I wanted to be, like, those siblings. Okay. And I, like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. hear what your parents said about certain siblings, 
not like you know what I mean just like they really like valued like what like my brother who's a doctor and they really valued my sister who was like she's a college gymnast and like there's things that like they valued in that so then I was like oh I want to be like that Hmm. and then did your parents motivate that in you like or or your siblings self-driven you feel like I I think they're self-driven but you definitely got like your praise and attention from doing good things like really from your parents yeah like my mom was not around a lot like Mm -hmm. she just wasn't and she was very absorbed in what she was doing like her real estate and her horses so, like, a lot of times the only time I would get attention is when I, like, won an award, when I mm. did something. And, like, and a lot of times she wasn't even there. It was people would tell her. Really? Like, oh, your daughter did something yeah, like this. Like, I remember I won, like, at our middle school, I won the geography bee, and she wasn't even there. And then she heard about it and, like, showed up to the school after the fact. Oh, and no. I was like, why, like... Because you won, so she yeah, was, like, like so she's like, there. Yeah, oh, like, let's take a picture, let's, you know what I mean, like... Like, you weren't here. Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, so a lot of times that's, like, where I got, like, my attention and from my parents, especially my mom, was when I did Mm. good things. Did you recognize that at a young age, that that's where you got your attention? Like, you knew, okay. I think I did. Yeah. Okay, so I'll do this next big thing to get that attention. Yes. To win or... Yeah, to win an award, to win Mm. a game, to win whatever. Because, like, it was anything if I could win something. So when you were a kid then, was that... Even into teen, like becoming a teenager, was that still your motivation, or did you find it just like within yourself to just want? I feel like it started to change. Like as you grow uh, older, uh-huh. I, when I was younger, I definitely felt it was like that. And then as I got older, I started having more internal motivation, and yeah. not caring, and like not caring as much about the award, but like doing good, finding things I cared about. Like, uh-huh. like I didn't like by the time I got to high school, I wasn't like as like intense like I didn't have to be like I calmed down like I'm like I want to enjoy some high school like I don't have to be valedictorian or anything like I just wanted Mm. I just wanted to get to BYU like I just wanted to succeed still yeah yeah we also have cute Brig with us her son and it's so fun because we both have boys the same age too so um yeah um when did you realize like okay when you got to high school you thought oh I just I want to make this more fun did you think before you were so focused on like succeeding that it was taking like the fun away from it or yeah and this sounds like almost weird but I almost feel like I was burnt out you were tired of this like constant yeah. constant drive of... of like having to win and also yeah. a lot of things changed when I got to high school and I like I really had to do a lot of self-reflection and um like just think about what really matters mm. and like also I think I was, you're at a like a higher order of thinking that True. you can analyze things, and it's not just, like, oh, if I play good, I get a trophy, like, kind of thing. So yeah. I could, I had, it was a higher order of thinking that I could analyze things and see, see things differently. I'm glad you could, could come to that, and obviously, like you said, we all have to just, like, as we grow up, but I think that's good that you recognize, oh, I still want to succeed, but I can still, you know, have fun and yeah. enjoy high and I guess too, we, right? I started feeling like, relationships were more important does that make sense like yeah I feel like I started realizing like hey it's not always about winning like a relationship is more important than suck like a trophy I guess yeah did you create good relationships in sports and yeah I think so I mean it's hard to say I don't know yeah I mean I think that's definitely something like I'm trying to now and I don't know if I 
did, but like just that people matter more than like mm. winning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's really like, cool. So I tried, but I mean, I still was super competitive. Like I think that's just like it's in my nature. Yeah. Like so, there's definitely people I still rubbed wrong in high school because I was so competitive. Mm. Were you competitive in day to day stuff or just sports? Mostly just sports. Okay. Just sports, but just like sports. But like it, I mean, that like would spread over to different things. Really? I mean, not like I mean, like it's like I was thinking like when you're on like the tennis team or the basketball team, like it affected your relationships with them, like outside of practice, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like because if you're so competitive at practice, then it's like then they would be like intimidated, like really after. Yeah. That's so funny because I don't know if I would think of you as like intimidating. So that surprises me that they felt that way, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just brought the motor. Bray just brought the motorcycle in. <laughs> so, okay. Um, trying to think. So after high school, you went to BYU. Yeah. And then when did, yeah, you didn't do sports in college, right? No. So, like, and I think it's also, like, I grew up in a small town, and you're like a big fish in a little pond. Mm. And then you get to BYU, and you're like one of like 30,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, think, I don't even know how many kids that are at BYU, but a lot. Yeah. So you knew. Did your parents get their degrees, their college degrees? Um, My dad did. Okay. And my mom, she has like an associate, and then like mm. her real estate license. So what made you want to get your degree? Oh, definitely, like, education was really big in my dad's family. Okay. On my dad's side. Like, yeah. And, like, my parents, they kind of came from two separate worlds. Like, hmm. like education and the church were super important on my mom's side. And then, hmm. or, on your dad's side? On my dad's side. Yeah. Where on my mom's side it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of followed after your dad's side. Yeah, I think so. I definitely, especially as I got older, I wanted to be more... Like, my dad and, like, my dad's side. And, my I mean, probably the most important person in my life growing up that was there for me the most was my paternal grandma. So, it's, like, hmm. she probably had the most influence on me. Really? And yeah. what, In what way? Um, just because my mom was gone a lot and always mm-hmm. wasn't, like, the best mom. Like, she was just, she just expected a lot and, like, was could be very harsh. Hmm. That, like, I I don't know how much my grandma know, knew about how my mom was. Yeah. But she was the one that would, like, call and just be, like, you're beautiful, you're kind, you're, like, Aww. she was the one who gave me, like, affirmations. She and lifted you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just told me I could do things. And, like, she taught me about, like, faith. And she taught me about mm. different things like that. And it was probably the most... She was the most consistent person in my life growing up. Oh, cool. I don't know if I've ever heard about her. Yeah. So, that's so nice to have that. I love yeah. that. So, I mean, like, it was, like, it's not like we lived, like, close. So, like, a lot of it was, like, she'd call me. And she was older, too, because my dad was, I think, when I was born, my dad was, like, 46. Okay. So, so like. So your grandma was 70s, 80s. Yeah. 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 So, like, she couldn't even drive. So, that was, like, the hard thing is, like. Like, she could in my early childhood, so a lot of it was, like, on the phone because, like, she couldn't drive at night. Like, so I think she probably mm. would have came and got me and taken care of me more, but she, she just couldn't. She couldn't. She couldn't see at night, so she couldn't drive, mm. and that was, like, 
I mean, like, really, when you think about it, like, in Utah, like, in the winter, like, when you get out of school, there's not enough time to, like... Oh, gosh, yeah. Like, she couldn't, like, come get me, drive back to her house, and drive, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. So. That's really sweet you had her. Um, what made you want to be a teacher? <laughs> um, kind of, like, I... Okay, well, so I was trying to decide what I wanted to be, and the thing I've, where I found them, like most joy was when I was coaching so oh, you I coached what did you coach I just did like I just coached for the recreation like oh cool like, the, my little city recreation teams oh how cool and so I just was realizing like during the week like the thing I was looking forward to most was like our games and our practices and I just mm. I loved it I loved coaching and I'm like it wasn't anything and I coached sometimes I was coaching like junior high and high school boys like basketball like I coached a lot of my little brother's teams like Aww. even though I was only in high school or college I had coached my little brother's teams but sometimes it got to where like the rec director was always looking for people to coach but like a lot of times I coached his kids just because he really? needed someone to be a coach so oh he'd put gosh. his kid on my team and and he was like he was a great influence too so I would just I just coached and I just loved it you I, loved it you like wanted to be a mentor that maybe you didn't have maybe you know I what know. I mean? Like, you I wanted just, to influence. Yeah, I guess. Like, that's really cool. And just, it was like, and just, it, like, there's nothing better than, like, seeing kids learn and, like, succeed and, like, just that light they get when they do something well. Like, there's, I don't know, there's nothing better. Like, when you see that light in their eyes, like, I yeah. just did something or I just totally. learned something. Like, so I just figured I loved it. And so I decided to go into teaching. And it's funny, as I started teaching, I really didn't coach that much. Really, you just didn't yeah. have the time, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah, coaching is so consuming. Like, it's not like, so, I just didn't have the time. Like, I coached a little, and then I got pregnant with Willow, so. Okay. So, you said, okay, you said education and faith were big. So, yeah. how would you say faith um, played a role in your life? Um, so... I think just, like, I grew up in the church, but I also feel like I was an outsider in the church. Mm. When I say the church, I mean, like, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Like, because um, my mom was married and divorced five times, and she struggled with, like, consistency, and, like, she was just kind of all over the place. Like, mm. and I guess, like, in a lot of ways, she was more consistent than some single moms, but, like, so... It just was like, I don't know, like we were just, we were put in a lot of really difficult situations mm. and at church or in your world? Oh, just or? at church or at home, just in general. Okay. And like, I just, the only way I got through many of those situations was like the help of my savior. Like, mm. like he helped me so many times, like. And I felt his presence so powerfully protecting me or guiding me through, like, a very difficult, like, circumstance that, yeah. like, I just know. Like, I just know he lives. And, like, so I guess that was one, like, I don't know. You want me to, like. Yeah, you can share whatever you want. So, like, I told you, like, so after it's just my mom, my mom, my little brother, and I lived in the house. But I did have an older brother who struggled with, like, drug addiction, like, pretty bad, and he, I mean, really, I don't remember as much before, but really from, like, 
fourth or fifth grade on. Yeah. He, to like, at, into adulthood, like, he put us through just pretty horrific experiences. Hmm. But like, there was, there was just like, there were, I know like, one night, like, he was, ex he was high. I mean, I don't even know like the right terminology to use, but he was out of his mind. Hmm. And he was angry. Hmm. And he was at your house. Yes. And, and how old were you? I was probably in seventh or eighth grade. Okay. And like he was, he like he wanted to, like I hate like saying this, but like he wanted to kill us. Hmm. That's really scary. And so we like, like we were hiding under the bed and we barricaded the door and it was just like, I had my little brother. I don't even know. Like my mom was like just like. <laughs> She, I feel like she couldn't handle the situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. And she, like, so she was, like, in, she, we were in her room, but, like, her room had, like, a big bathroom and then, like, hallway and two big walk-in closets and then her room. But, like, I just remember being, like, I was, I, like, was so scared. I was, mm -hmm. like, I'm, like, I don't know. You didn't feel protected, maybe? No. Yeah. Like, she was on the phone talking to people, trying to figure out what to do. And so you were over there protecting your brother. Yes. And my brother was just trying to break down the door during this and like mm. yelling just terrible things. Mm. And he was like, he wanted drugs. I'm like, we didn't have drugs to give him. Yeah. You know? And so he was just like, so as I was like, just, I had my brother and like, I had him pushed against under the bed and I was under the bed. And I just like that. I can tell you, like, I felt like Jesus, I felt my savior, like just protecting us, like mm. holding the door, holding like protecting me my brother that's really special so, like so i guess like i say like there's like i had experiences like that like where i felt his presence so strongly like mm. that's so cool like protect us in those situations especially with like my brother yeah well i feel like you always um are good to remember to turn to prayer and i feel like you help remind me of that too so do you feel like you created a relationship with him at a pretty young age because oh, yes. of that? Yes. Oh, so like, you asked for help a lot. And I think it it goes back to my grandma teaching me. Because I think she... There was a lot you couldn't do to help me. Like in a situation I've been at home. Yeah. So she would... um, She taught me about prayer. And she taught me about faith. And she taught me about like... I remember her distinctly telling me like... My grandma, how are you? Because she would like... My grandpa passed away when I was eight. And so she lived in this house all by herself. I'm like, how are you not scared at night? And then she's like... Because I have faith and I know Heavenly Father will protect me. Hmm. Like I don't, I don't worry when I go to sleep. Yeah. So then I like started to feel that way. Like you adopted that mentality. That like, that like, okay, like I can pray to Heavenly Father and I hmm. can, I can find like He will protect me. He will help me. He'll help me know how to like navigate the situation of like where I can go or what I should do or like He'll help me. Like that's so, really good. Do you feel like you try to teach your kids that now too? Yeah, but it's hard. Yeah, they're so young still. And I mean, like, it's just sometimes it's hard because, like, sometimes I feel like hard things make you do that. And, like, I never, like, that's one of my biggest fears. I, like, never want my kids to have my childhood. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the same time, they don't know. Like, sometimes I'm, like, it's, like, trying mm -hmm. to find those little moments. Like, hey, like, this is a good time to turn to prayer or to whatever. Turn to prayer. Yeah. Like, oh, you're, like, you're, you're having a little disagreement with your friend and you're sad like okay let's let's turn to heavenly father for prayer like yeah that's a good example like trying to just find those opportunities because like they're not the same opportunities that 
I remember. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like Those were intense. Yeah. And scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel like you're going to change? How do you feel like you're changing your, the life you had for your kids? Um, mostly is I, I mean, I'm home. Yeah, you are. I'm home and I'm there and mm -hmm. I'm trying to give them like the attention they need. Like, I yeah. want to, like I'm trying to listen, listen to their like fears, listen to, I mean, and it's hard cause like, it's really just like Willow that can, I can listen mm -hmm. to right now, but like, right. just, and just being there mm -hmm. and making sure and they have the opportunity so they get to be on the different teams. They get to mm -hmm. go to things. They get to be a part of a community. They don't yeah. feel that isolation. So I just think like making sure that they're in a community, that they have opportunities, that they get to play with friends. They get to have friends at their house. They get to have parents that are there and we mm -hmm. do things as a family. We never went on a family vacation. Mm. So we go like to go on a family vacation and like experience that and like have that togetherness. Like I love that. So you're totally, your life is totally going in a different direction. Um, how can you, do you feel like you try to instill like your, your motivation and your drive into your kids too? Or is, are they too young? I mean, I don't know. It's hard. Cause like, I want to like, with mm -hmm. Willow, I'm like, it's bit like Brig and Bibby are too young, but with yeah. Willow, I'm like, I want you to find something you're passionate about. I want you to do these things. Yeah. And it's so funny cause she's, she just wants to be a friend. I'm, but I'm learning like it's okay it's different like yeah success comes in so many different ways like well it's like you said once you got to high school it was about relationships so yeah. the fact that she's starting maybe it's opposite like she's starting with relationships yeah and you never know where that will take her and that's and I feel like that comes from like Houston mm-hmm because like he him and I are opposite like he did not really care about like school or sports too much mm -hmm. but his friends and his relationships were so important and like mm -hmm. He's just been very successful in his career, and he's, I like, I always say, like, he's very likable, like. Mm -hmm. He's the life of the party, right? Yeah, and just even, like, when we went to high school together, there's not a person that didn't like him. Yeah. He was, like, the most, like, loved guy in our school. Like, he just. Did you admire that about him even before you were dating and stuff? Oh, definitely. Uh -huh. I mean, it was a fact, like, I never would have guessed I would marry him. Yeah. But, like. If you would have told me, like, in high school, oh, you're going to marry that kid, I would be like, no way. <laughs> but, like, definitely, like, when we did, I did, like, meet him after high school, like, I was like, oh, like, he's just so kind, and he's mm -hmm. so, people just love him. Like, he just has this, like, engaging personality, and yeah. he's fun, and he's, and he's all the things, like, in ways I wasn't, like. So do you feel like, so how do you feel like you help him? Um... Cause I'm very much like a realist, like just from like my experiences, like I'm very real, like this can happen, like, and I'm, and I prepare, like, okay, I prepare for everything. I prepare for the worst. Like I prepare where Houston is much more like fun and loving. And so it's just, so you balance each other out, right? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I see that in your relationship. And we definitely, yeah, we do. I mean, we both like, we have things that we're similar on, but like personality wise, we're polar opposites. Yeah. Like, in that, like, I mean, like, I guess, like, the color code, like, Keystone uh -huh. is, like, all yellow. He, his main motivator is fun. He yeah. is so yellow. And I am so blue, like, relationships. Yeah. And red, like, like, so. How many, are you red? Um, I think I was, like, I was more red when I was younger. And that, yeah. since I've had kids, I have got way more blue. But just, like, the competitiveness. Like, okay. Red, like, 
They have to be the best because red, you're is power. Okay. That's your main motivator. Yeah. So, where do you feel like the strength is in being competitive? Because I, I always feel like we play pickleball, and oh, one of my friend, one of our friends, I don't know if you were there, was like, "You're competitive," and I was like, "What? I'm not competitive," because I've never thought, I've never given myself that label. Yeah. But then like, no, no, it's good. It's good to be competitive. So where would you see, explain to me how competitiveness is good. Oh, I think, I mean, because I think when you're competitive, it like helps you to reach higher heights than mm -hmm. just alone. Okay. Like that you can push each other to do more and to be more. And do you feel like that's how you took it? Uh, wait, okay. Like how I took, what do you mean? Do you think when you were competitive, do you think that's what it was all about is just getting you to higher heights. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think that like I wanted to be a better tennis player or a better basketball player or I wanted like to, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just wanted to be the best. Yeah, that you could and what you did. Yeah, I mean it's great. Like you can go do stuff like you know on your own to push yourself to be better, but yeah. a lot of times like we we're in those sports like where you had to compete against someone yeah. to get better. Like that makes you better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've pondered a lot on competitiveness since that was, you know, anyway. So I think that's good, a good example of how it can be a strength and a good thing. And it's like, but you totally, it's like, there's a time and a place for it. Like, I feel like sports mm -hmm. is fine, you know what I mean? You yeah. gotta, like, keep in control. But, like, obviously, like, keeping, like, that whole keeping up with the Jones mentality, that type of competitiveness is not good. Like Right. Like, totally think that's a good comparison. Like, you don't, like, competitiveness in sports, competitiveness in, like, doing good or service or like something like that that's great like yeah but when it's like what does someone else have trying to be better than someone versus yeah. just being good at something yeah is that maybe okay because like yeah like when even like in pickleball like when i get competitive it's not like i just want to, like i don't i'm not thinking about like like getting better than someone else i just want to get better myself for yourself like, that's yeah, how i feel like, too yeah like I'm like, how cool would it be to go play, like, to mm -hmm. play, like, at, at those, like, pickleball, big pickleball events. So, like, that's where my mind is. It's like, yeah. how cool would it be to, like, be, I don't know, like, make something more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I've noticed, yeah, when you play against someone better than you, just in anything, you get better. So. All right. Was there anything else you wanted to add? I think I just want to say, like, I just love that you're doing this because, like, it's been so fun to uh, hear different people's stories because everyone has a story and has different experiences and different things that they've learned. And it's just really fun to hear what everyone's learned and what how they're like growing and changing because I think it's so important to just remember like almost everyone's just doing the best they can. Like, mm -hmm. and everyone's just trying to learn and grow. And like, we all have our like insecurities and we all have our things we struggle with. But I think everyone's really just trying their best to be the best person they can be and to, like. I think in like for me a lot it's like I'm just trying to like become more Christ-like, develop a better relationship with my Savior, and then doing that develop better relationships with those around me. Mm -hmm. But like we, it's so hard because yeah, like these little insecurities come up. But you're like, yeah, I think for the most part everyone's just trying to be better people, and everyone has a story, and everyone's going through things, and it's just been really cool to hear everyone's, to hear people's story and just hear like, like just how much people are learning and growing and yeah. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Thanks for coming on.